0: Yeah.
1: Take care.
0: RTHK News.
1: It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. A former minister says pro democracy parties should take part in future elections despite the challenging situation they now face. The chief secretary urges teachers and care home staff to get vaccinated as soon as possible. And the head of a child protection NGO warns that child abuse cases are going unreported because of the COVID pandemic. Former minister and scholar Anthony Cheung says pro-democracy parties should take part in future elections, in spite of what he called the difficult and challenging situation therein after Beijing's overhaul of Hong Kong's electoral system. Mr Cheung noted the Democratic Party, which he was once a vice chairman of, has been under huge pressure as it decides whether to join elections or not. But the public administration professor from the Education University believes the pro-democracy camp still has room to survive and he urged parties to consider carefully whether boycotting elections is the right way forward.
2: I can well understand the current sentiments. I can well understand their attitude towards the revision of the electoral system. But if a party for a long time will not take part in any election, then what is the purpose of a party? So this is a a longer term so-called existential question that they have to consider. Personally, I think they should take part, no matter how difficult, how challenging the situation is.
1: The former minister also urged the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China to reconsider its long-held call to end one-party rule on the mainland. Pro-Beijing figures have taken issue with the slogan, arguing it may be in breach of the national security law. Professor Cheung said the alliance has to take into account that one-party rule is now solidified in the Chinese constitution after an amendment in 2018.
2: Whether or not it is in breach of the national security law, that is something for the DOJ or the police to consider. But I think if they would like to continue as an NGO with a concern about democracy in China, then they have really to uh, consider how they can move forward without directly confronting the PRC constitution.
1: Chief Secretary Matthew Cheung has called on teaching staff to get inoculated as soon as possible, saying information provided by around 2,000 schools in the city shows only about 18% of them have
3: received the jabs. More from Todd Harding. Writing in his weekly blog, Mr Cheung said while Hong Kong people should be commended for abiding by the territory's anti-epidemic policies, the only way to truly curb the spread of the virus is to get vaccinated. Labour Secretary Law Chi Kwong also said the government might adjust its policies to boost the vaccination rate within elderly homes. He said it's not ideal that only 23% of care home staff and around 3% of elderly home residents across the territory have received
1: at least one jab. The head of a child protection NGO says calls to the organisation's child helpline have doubled during the pandemic, yet the number of reported cases have decreased. Dr Patrick Cheung, the chairperson of Against Child Abuse, said anti-epidemic measures have kept children at home, where some are vulnerable to abuse. Dr Cheung made the comments on RTHK's Hashtag Hong Kong programme.
3: COVID-19 has kept people apart and socially isolated. Children are particularly vulnerable at home where conflicts easily arise. The calls to our child helpline have doubled. However, official child abuse cases have decreased because of the reduction of contacts of children by professionals in the education, social support, health systems, etc., where problems could be spotted early. Sadly, many abuse cases are hidden and not identified.
1: Dr. Cheung also referred to the life imprisonment of a couple in April after the High Court found them guilty of murdering a five-year-old girl in 2018, saying such incidents are a reminder of gaps in the current system. Some of these gaps, he said, include the way the
3: Child Fatality Review Panel works. The panel of the Child Fatality Review in Hong Kong is only able to examine cases after all legal proceedings are completed. It is over three years since the death of the girl. With such a lapse in time, there must be missed opportunities. More so, the review panel is not a statutory body and therefore has limited power to enforce its recommendations. Besides child deaths, a review mechanism is much needed for serious abuse cases. For instance, a child ending up in a vegetative state. Shortfalls in these existing mechanisms are what Hong Kong should work to improve. You're listening to
1: RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A taxi driver has been arrested for criminal damage and entering a closed area without a permit after he crashed into a gate at the central barracks of the Chinese People's Liberation Army last night. The 53-year-old man was driving along Lunghua Road at around 6pm when his taxi suddenly went out of control and crashed into the gates. No-one was injured, but the driver was reportedly taken into the barracks for questioning at one point, before the police took him away for investigation. There's been a mixed reaction to a landmark deal reached by the G7 Group of Advanced Economies to make multinational companies pay a global minimum corporate tax rate of 15%. Both Facebook and Amazon have welcomed the move, but Jayati Josh, a member of the Independent Commission for the Reform of International Corporate Taxation, criticised the decision.
3: I'm not surprised that Google, Facebook and all the other digital companies are very pleased at this result because this is the best possible outcome for them. We had recommended 25 percent, which would be an average of the corporate tax rates across the world. The United States had originally recommended 21 percent and it's suddenly come down to 15, which is really close to the tax rates of havens like Ireland and Switzerland. The other point is that This is not a tax rate on all profits. This is supposed to be imposed only on profits above 10%. In no country in the world are tax rates imposed on a certain portion of profits only.
1: Thousands of people have been marching through Budapest to protest against controversial plans to open a multi-million dollar Chinese university campus in the Hungarian capital. This report from the BBC's Risto Puka. For the right-wing government of Viktor Orban, the Fudan University's campus in Budapest is a flagship project. They call it a world-class institution that will allow Hungarian students to learn from the best. But not everybody agrees. Critics say it will cost more than the country's entire higher education budget and give China's authoritarian rulers more influence over Hungary, a country that is already known to have stopped the EU from criticizing Beijing on more than one occasion. But today's protesters have a supporter in the mayor of Budapest who has named streets around the campus after the victims of China's human rights violations. The former US President Donald Trump has demanded China pay trillions of US dollars in reparations to America and the world for the damage caused by the coronavirus pandemic.
3: We should all declare within one unified voice that China must pay. They must pay. In addition, all nations should work together to present China a bill for a minimum of $10 trillion to compensate for the damage they've caused. And that's a very low number.
1: Emerging from political seclusion to speak at a Republican Party convention in North Carolina, Mr Trump called on other nations to cancel their debts to Beijing as a down payment. To sports, and in the NBA, Kevin Durant had 29 points and 10 rebounds as the Brooklyn Nets withstood Giannis Antetokounmpo, a 34-point performance to beat the Milwaukee Bucks 115-107 in the opening game of their second-round series. The Nets won the battle between the two of the NBA's most potent offences last night, despite losing James Harden to a, nag- a nagging hamstring injury in the first minute of the game. Game two is tomorrow in Brooklyn. Mr Cricket and England's captain Joe Root fell to the very first ball of the fourth day's play to spark a dramatic collapse in the first test against New Zealand at Lords. England resuming on 111 for two after Friday's total washout were 275 all-out. Still 103 runs by New Zealand's first innings, 378, built on debutante Devon Conway's 200, the highest score by any batsman making their test bow in England. And... And finally... Authorities are warning children, the elderly and those with chronic diseases, to avoid outdoor activities, saying there's serious air pollution today. The Environmental Protection Department said in a statement the light winds today have hindered the dispersion of air pollutants, while the sunshine has enhanced photochemical smog activity in the region. It said rain is expected over the next few days and the air quality situation should improve as a result. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A former minister says pro-democracy parties should take part in future elections, despite the challenging situation they now face. The chief secretary urges teachers and care home staff to get vaccinated as soon as possible. And the head of a child protection NGO warns that child abuse cases are going unreported because of the COVID pandemic. And you're listening to the news from RTHK.
0: I get free from hysteria If I look out for myself Low vibration, I'm seeing a brand new relation between me and the deep, while one is right beneath my feet. Looking in the mirror at a creation, considering a new variation of how it handles salvation and stays upon the feet. back. a creation, creation. creation, Salvation Ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it.